Good evening to you all and welcome to the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. It really is a great privilege to be able to join together in this way. And although most of us are currently unable to meet in our citadels and worship in the way we want to and perhaps always have done and taken for granted, at least we can join as an online fellowship this evening to pray, praise and worship together in that great Salvation Army way. Tonight we're going to be sharing together a meeting about building and taking our teaching from the words of the Apostle Paul and our Lord himself as we strive together to make sure that our very foundations are rooted in all that is good in Christ our Lord. That will, of course, make us different from most people in the wide world out there. So, do you dare to be different? Let's join together in Commissioner Dick Crummenhook's great song, number 321 in our songbook. I dare to live the life of faith, the life of challenge God has planned, of holiness and victory, for truth and righteousness to stand. I dare to be different. I dare to believe.
what a great song that is, and I pray that we're all committed to being different in this world, and in helping to make a difference in this world, for the world most certainly needs it. We all want to see a better world, don't we? And my mind can't help but turn once again to our dear friend Keith Banks' lovely song, A New World. It's number 1001 in our songbook. We're not going to sing the song together this evening, but as we pray now, I'd like us to listen to a beautiful recording of it played as a cornet solo by David Dawes. And while we listen, let's pray for that better world, that loving world, that peaceful world, that happy world, the world that will come when it lays its foundation on Jesus Christ our Lord. we come to you this evening and ask that you will be with us as we spend this time of fellowship and worship together. We pray that you will be with us in all that we do as Christians in this world, to help strive to make it a better place. Lord, we know that our foundation, the foundation, the rock of all our lives, must be you if we are ever to achieve anything. And we pray, Lord, that you will work through us to help make this a better world, a peaceful world, a stronger world, a happy world. And that one day we will see come to fruition Paul's words to the Philippians when he tells us that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Lord, we acknowledge you as the creator and saviour of our world. And we pray right now that your peace and your blessing will be in our hearts. Lord, we pray tonight that you will meet the needs of your children wherever they might be and whatever those needs might be. Some will need you because they're worried about their jobs. Some worried about their housing situation. Others, naturally at this time, worried about their health or the health of others. Some, Lord, will have been bereaved, and we pray for your arms of comfort around them. Jesus, we acknowledge you as the Lord of our lives. 
take our offerings and use us in your service. Now and in the days to come. Amen. Song number 804 in our songbook is not one that seems to be used very often. It's not a new song by any means. And it's one that has been and is used in the wider church, perhaps a little more often than it is in the Salvation Army. But I'd like us to use it tonight. I guess that for you, like me, it's not one of those songs that we've committed to memory. So we might need our songbooks to look it up. A reminder then that it's number 804. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said, to you who for refuge to Jesus have fled. I'm going to sing this great old song to the tune of St. Denio. who needed that lesson in how to build were the wise and foolish man in the parable that was told by Matthew in chapter 7. Let's be reminded of that story now by the Portsmouth Citadel Singing Company, this being the 1990s vintage when they were led by my good friend Julie Wheeler. And the song is Sandyland. Sandy land, don't build it too near the shore. Well, it might look kind of nice, but you have to build it twice, or you have to build your house once more. Don't build your house on the sandy land, don't build it too near the shore. Well, it might look kind of
little reminder now that I'd still love to be receiving your testimonies. My dad always made sure there was room in his meetings for people to tell us what the Lord meant to them or how the Lord had been using them in the recent days. I'm sure many of you will have been used by God in great ways since this programme first begun. But unlike the first couple of months back in March or April last year, I'm just not being sent the testimonies to use right now. I'd love that to change. So if you'd like to share a word in our meeting, please just send me a message or an email through Fortress Radio or through Facebook, the Going to the Army podcast site or even on my phone if you've got my number. And I'll try to work out the best way for you to get your contribution to me. We even get a bonus praise and testimony meeting at the end of January. So that would be a great opportunity to feature one or two of these. But in the meantime, here's the Norwich Citadel Band with Norman Bearcroft's fine selection, Songs of Testimony. Thank you. 
Our Bible reading this evening is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you're still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there's jealousy and quarrelling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants, through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labour. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple, and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you're wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools, so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours. And you are of Christ. And Christ is of God. Before we think more on those words of Paul's, Let's listen now to another song about making sure that our foundation is secure. The song, Will Your Anchor Hold, number 450 in our songbook, is well known, I'm sure, to all of us. But I found this lovely setting by Canadian Salvationist group Witness a while ago. And it brings a new life and a new way of thinking into those old words. This, then, is Lynn Fuller, Bill Way and Clarence White, witness with Will Your Anchor Hold?
It seems that quite a lot of our old songs and choruses in the army used the analogy of building, and it did it both well and memorably. I'm sure we can all remember singing Building Up the Temple or Building Up the Army. Boys, won't you help us? Girls, won't you help us? Well, it was the opportunity for a good shouting match in Sunday school at least, but at least we had that focus on building. Another song concerned the wise and foolish men building their houses, one on the rock and one on the sand, 
And whose was it that came tumbling down? The wise man built his house upon the rock. I can hear you all singing along with me. In our reading tonight, Paul is talking to the Corinthians about the things they were doing both right and wrong in building up the church in their part of Greece. Paul had already admonished them in an earlier chapter about having favourites and letting silly arguments get in the way of their worship, but perhaps he was being a little more specific here in chapter 3. The church in Corinth had been started by Paul. He planted the seed, and the work was then continued by Apollos. He was another Jewish Christian who also worked with the church in Ephesus. Now, we all have favourites. Can you recall some of the officers at your corps over the years? Maybe you've liked some of them more than some of the others. I love that little bit of tongue-in-cheek banter that's given by General Gowans in the script of the musical The Meeting. I don't know if you remember, there were two old dears, saints of the corps, you might say, Mona and Minnie, and they were talking about previous officers. One said to the other that she liked the last ones, only to be told in response, oh, you always like the last ones. <laughs> of course, sometimes we never know what we've got until it's gone. But it just goes to show, doesn't it, that nothing has really changed since Paul wrote those words to the Corinthians. 2,000 years, that is, and we're still having those same quarrels. It's quite clear that some Corinthians preferred Paul's leadership. Others preferred that of Apollos. But Paul pointed out, quite correctly, that the leader didn't matter. It had just so happened that Paul had planted the seed, Apollos had watered it, this had ensured a healthy growth in that young church. But even good gardens need weeding if they're to mature and remain beautiful. And I think weeding and nurturing is what a lot of Paul's letters are all about. Paul emphasised to the Corinthians that the important thing was not the leader, but the foundation. Now, there's been a lot of building in the city of Lincoln since I moved here in 2015. And there are many buildings that I now see every day that weren't even started just those few short years ago. Sarah and I live near to a hill. Well, there aren't many of those in Lincoln. And six new houses have recently been built on that hill. It's taken a couple of years or so, and at first all that we could see were foundations. Great blocks and outlines of concrete and brick on which these grand residences have now been built. Now, if those houses had just been built without the foundations, everything would have just simply slipped straight down the hill and landed in a heap at the bottom. But instead, the architect's skills and the builder's skills combined has seen those solid houses built and no doubt they will last for a hundred years or more. Paul just wanted the Corinthians to always make sure that the basis for everything they did was just as firmly established on Jesus. In verse 11 he says, No one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Jesus Christ. Now this chapter, this, this reading, formed Sarah and my Bible study this week. We follow the Words of Life series, as I'm sure many of you do. And as I read the verses talking about building with gold and silver and gems rather than wood or hay or straw, the first thing that came into my head was the story of the three little pigs. And I happened to say this out loud to Sarah. She just shrugged and said, it's not going to be worth me reading this in a minute. And we had a little giggle as she then began to read Major Clement's thoughts, for they began with the words, the story of the three little pigs is old. And of course she did read it. As she did though, two army songs came into my mind. The first was a song that I realised perhaps we've let slip away over the last 20 years. 
When I was a young Christian, the song Kneeling in Penitence from the musical Takeover bid meant a great deal to me. And when it was used, I had found myself often having to respond by going to kneel at the mercy seat. Once, most notably and importantly to me, this was at a music school in Sunbury Court. That song played a great part in my coming to know the Lord over a period of years. And I was struck again on Wednesday by the words of one of the verses. Nothing can I achieve, nothing attain. He that without thee builds labours in vain. Shatter my own design, shaping a plan divine. Come to this heart of mine, Saviour again. Yet again, John Gowans could put what I was thinking so much better than I could ever manage myself. Just as Paul did in this letter. And just as Commissioner Keith Banks, the song we thought of earlier, lay the foundation on Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the only way to make a better church, let alone a better world by making sure that the foundation is Jesus and making sure that that foundation is solid, well-built and strong. The other song that came to my mind, though, as Sarah read on Wednesday night, was triggered by the expression, tried by fire. Major Clement had reminded us that gold and silver are often tried by fire. We know, of course, as the three little pigs also discovered, that the hay, the sticks and the straw could never survive such a testing. And as soon as Sarah read the name of General Albert Osborne, I thought, and said aloud again, in the day that tries by fire. No sooner had I done so than Sarah concluded the reading with exactly those words, and then adding, as a slightly humorous aside, are you psychic or something? We had a bit of a laugh, of course, before we prayed together. But my response to Sarah was, no, I'm not. But I think I've got my sermon for Sunday. And so I want us to look a little closer at ourselves tonight. As Paul exhorted us to do, of course, in verses 16 and 17. At this point, he took his thoughts away from the generic church and points his words right at our own hearts and lives. In a way, it's as if he says to us, never mind the church for a minute. What's your foundation like? Paul reminds us that we are the temple, that God's spirit dwells within us. So what about when that fire comes to destroy us? What about when life tests us? What about those days that the devil tries to exploit our natural human weaknesses with thoughts of self-doubt, hurt or depression? Well, if our foundations are weak, then maybe we're going to end up like that pile of rubble at the bottom of the hill. Am I the wise man or am I the foolish man? Which are you? Will we stand firm when those storms of life attack? We only will if we've built our lives on the foundation of the rock. Jesus, the rock of my salvation. My hope is built on nothing less. Lay your foundations on him and we will truly build a better world. Oh 
forbid me not thy service. Keep me yet in thy employ. Pass me through a sterner cleansing, if I may but give thee joy. All my work is for the Master, Or that he may count me faithful in the day that tries by fire. Have I worked for hiling wages, or as one with vows to keep, with a heart whose love engages life or death to save the sheep? All is known to thee, my master, all is known, and that is why I can work and wait the verdict of thy kind, but searching My thanks to Eric Tebbit there for singing that beautiful song by Albert Osborne. Thanks also to everyone else who's contributed this evening. The Portsmouth Citadel Singing Company, Norwich Citadel Band, David Dawes, Witness, the Camberwell Citadel Band and General John Larson. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me then for another hour of fellowship and worship. But until then, Let's sign off tonight with song number 662. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And if you missed the good old tune to Will Your Anchor Hold earlier, here's your chance to enjoy it, albeit to different words tonight. Good night, and God bless you all.
thy grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings be with us and remain with us all until we can meet like this again. Amen.